I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride called entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. So a favorite topic of mine, overthinking. So you guys are definitely going to want to tune in today. We're going to talk all about overthinking. We're going to talk about some strategies. And I brought Jen on to tell us everything we need to do to keep that from getting us stuck. So Jen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Dawn, for having me. I really appreciate it. So can you tell everyone who you are and who you serve? Yes. So my name is Jen and I am both a social worker and a life coach. I started um, working with a lot of people who did a lot of overthinking and had a lot of anxiety about 20 years ago. I started my career, uh, transitioned into coaching about two years ago from social work. And I really focus on working with Women specifically, it's just kind of my my niche area, uh, my specialty, and really struggling with the thought of people pleasing and anxiety and just feeling like they're not doing enough and something's missing. And so that's really uh, the target of who I work with and who I do my best work with. Amazing. So overthinking, we were talking about doing this episode, it really sounds like overthinking is something that affects those things like people pleasing and stuff like we're holding ourselves back, we're not taking action. Can we talk a little bit about what we mean by overthinking and how it really does affect us in our business? Yeah, well, I think that there's so many different ways you can overthink as well. Um, And part of that is sometimes that perfectionism piece. And really not feeling ready to take off or launch or change or do something different without having something so perfect and and recognizing that you may never reach perfection. And so that's potentially holding you back. And, you know, I think that that's a, a huge piece of the overthinking is I am not sure if this is right yet. And so I'm not ready to let people see it. And, you know, that decision-making is super impacted with that, you know, that the way that your brain continues to think and think and recognize, well, what if, and what if, and sometimes it's just like, you got to get rid of the what ifs and you just got to do it and figure it, you know, sometimes trial and error works so well. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So overthinking is really, Also, I guess, over deliberating a decision, like let's say you come to a decision and you're going to move out on something and then you, well, I don't know if that's quite right, right? So now we're actually thinking through the hundred different things that could happen and then we don't make the decision. Right, right. And we, we, we get into this phase of, you know, just thinking of every different solution or every different thing that could happen as a result. And it's like taking away from your ability to actually just go for it and just do it. And so by, by thinking about all of these different, these different, um, you know, results, you're actually making yourself more confused and you're putting doubts in your own head and you're, you're limiting yourself in, in your creativity and your spontaneity as well. 
So how is this different from, say, I have a problem presented to me and you know, business problem or whatever. And as an entrepreneur, it's my job to make a decision and move that decision into the vision. Mm-hmm. How is this overthinking different from sitting down and really being intentional about solving, yeah. about doing a cost benefit? Can we talk about the difference? Yeah, I think I think that's such a great question. And I think that the answer is very emotional, emotionally based. And so when you're looking at cost profit or sitting down and doing an analysis, you're going in there and you're you have the ability to maybe take the emotion out of the decision. And so you're not tied to maybe what could happen or the potential results. And then I think when, you know, the flip side of that is when you're presented with something where you have a lot of emotions, maybe this is your your pet project or your, you know, your big launch. And so there's so many different emotions tied to it that you bring out that overthinking, the potential for anxiety. And so your ability to kind of detach some of those emotions from the outcome, I think is super important in being able to move forward without the significant overthinking. You know, that's interesting. This now kind of in my head went, well, it's not overthinking because it's not necessarily analytical. It's actually over emotionally involved. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) With those emotions, we get so involved that we can talk ourselves in or out of anything. (laughs) Oh, so overthinking. So let's let's go down that little bunny path of overthinking yeah. and rationalization, right? Yeah. Um, so we can talk ourselves into or out of anything. And does that mean we can even talk ourselves out of things that we made a decision on and have the data to support? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, you know, if you get, you know, and I think that that's where mindset comes in a lot as well. You know, we could get off into a couple of different buddy paths, but I think that that's where mindset comes in is, you know, that ability to kind of envision where things are going to go and where you want them to go. And then having that confidence in yourself So when you have the analytics behind it, when you have the proof or the statistics, but if you get in your own head and you start thinking about why this couldn't work and you talk yourself out of it, you've done that through your mindset. You've done that through, you know, that confidence in yourself and your ability to be comfortable with the decisions that you make. Is overthinking a habit for some of us? Because it sounds like- I think so. Yeah. I think you're, yeah, I think you're onto it. I think you're onto something big there because I do think that you can very much find different strategies and different ways of shutting down those thoughts and just moving forward with one idea and and going with it. So I do think that you can put into place different habits to kind of negate that habit. Right. So it it almost sounds like, a, a classic pattern is what's forming is you have a decision to make, you make the decision, you think the decision is sound, but before you implement the decision, it's your mindset or your emotions yep. get involved. And now all of a sudden the decision that you make, you don't feel really good about. So you talk yourself out of doing it. 
or yeah. you talk yourself into doing less of it or something. And then ultimately yeah. you don't get the results. So you end up back at the problem. It almost feels like a self-looking ice cream cone. <laughs> exactly. It, you're so right about that because it does like, you know, when you don't take those leaps of faith or those leaps of, you know, gut intuition. And you're like, I'm just going to go with it. Like I put my mind and my confidence in this, like, you know, you can talk yourself into, I've done all the research. I've seen all the numbers. I've, you know, researched what's worked and what's not. I know this, and I'm just going to trust my gut and go with it rather than, you know, going down that bunny hole where you go into the, you know, big circles of getting nowhere and going right back to the problem. Right. So let's talk about this. So let's say that I have a decision in front of you. I've made the decision and I am a habitual overthinker. What is the first thing? I know that there has to be the awareness that you're overthinking, but what, I mean, how do you catch yourself? Like, do you- How do we stop ourselves from doing this? Because I'm sure I can't be the only one in the audience who sits here at three in the morning, wakes up and goes, <laughs> oh, it should have been that or I could have done it this way. Um, right. Or at least I'm right. the only one. <laughs> you are definitely not the only one. You are definitely not the only one. But I think the first thing is to talk yourself through that. Like you are going to be your best accountability buddy during all of this because you get the opportunity to say to yourself and making it a habit to talk yourself up. Like, I know what I'm doing. I'm confident in my skills. I've seen the research. I've looked at the numbers. So you can successfully, and it does take a lot of practice, you know, to change that mindset to, I know, I know that this is the right decision because here are all the facts I have supporting that. So you can, in a way, talk yourself through that. I call it like reality check. Like I'm going to do this reality check on myself and tell myself why I'm making the right decision and just be confident and do it. You know, it's interesting when you were talking about giving yourself back the evidence to talk yourself up, it sounds like you're trying to like pull yourself back out of that emotion and back into logic. Yes, yes. So why is it so hard for some of us or a lot of us to, because we know, right? We we know that's maybe what we should be doing, or we know this, we know this. Mm-hmm. Why do we let our emotions, you know, dictate or guide us to talking ourselves out of the things, like you said, logically we know we're right, and yeah. we, should. yeah. You know, I think a lot of it is the confidence in ourselves to make the right decision. I think when you have, you know, especially as women, you know, being in a corporate world. You're maybe told that, you know, you're not doing something right or this decision wasn't what they were looking for or you're not the right person. And so I think that we come from and I think that there's a big shift in this now, but we've come from a culture that has maybe not supported our confidence and making these decisions. And so when it comes down to us and we're, you know, placed in that situation, if we don't have that confidence, We have to be able to build that. And so, you know, I think that that, you know, your confidence and your mindset are kind of the core um, pieces for you to work on if you are somebody that struggles with that decision making. Yeah, it's very interesting that, you know, culturally, maybe we weren't raised to trust our decisions, um, necessarily our guts, our intuition, Mm -hmm. also emotionally. I'm listening to you, though, and I'm really thinking, wow. Um, you know, this is an interesting thing that 
we would have all the data, everything in front of us, we still might have emotion. The way to get out of it is back to logic. But then at the same time, what you're saying is then you still have to go back and fix the emotional piece that's triggering. Yes. So yes. <laughs> give us some steps about kind of starting to fix that emotional piece that is like triggering yeah. this overthinking. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of times when I start working with my clients, the first four weeks are going to be very much like mindset and confidence based. And, you know, I, I have people that'll say, when are we going to get to the, like the juicy stuff? When are we going to like really like start solving my problems and get to, you know, so, you know, honing in on that piece of working on you and working on your ability to be more confident, you know, sometimes that looks like, you know, working on your communication skills with other people and how you um, set boundaries, maybe, or, you know, how you um, schedule things into your day. Like, part of being confident in making decisions is your level to be product productive and set boundaries in the workplace. And that, that I really think builds your ability to have the confidence in yourself to get to a place where decision-making comes a little bit easier. Does that make sense? It really does. But what's so interesting is that as we're going down this and sort of unpacking it is the overthinking that we get ourselves into is is really kind of like a, a symptom, I guess, of these yeah. other things we haven't worked on. Yeah. So overthinking Absolutely. by itself is, because I'm, I'm sure everybody's seen the memes, or at least I have that say, oh, I'm just going to go sit and overthink this. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of funny, like we, we all have things we necessarily overthink about, but as we're digging in and unpacking, it's like, wow, overthinking actually sounds like a symptom. Yeah. And it's manifesting itself as not taking action, not necessarily, or or second guessing yourself, or I would even say overthinking, and then you talk yourself into it, make the decision. Let's say the decision doesn't work because it's a lot of trial and error. Sometimes things don't work. Yeah, you have to fail fast yeah. as an entrepreneur. But it sounds like if you're in the habit of overthinking and you might get those results, if you haven't done all this other work, it just yeah. can spiral. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I thought, you know, before I started coaching, like I said, I was in the social work field and I thought I had all of my stuff together. I was like, okay, like, you know, I know what I'm doing and things are great. And, you know, something happened in my life that kind of, you know, sent me into the direction of doing some personal development. And I remember the first personal development book I, I read and I'm like, this is silly. Like, of course I do all this, all these things. And then I really read it. And I was like, actually, these are a lot of things that are missing from my life. And what would happen if I started implementing like a routine and a schedule and boundaries that made me feel really good about myself and made me into a, you know, a better version of me. And from there, I mean, that started for me probably three years ago. And so much has kind of, you know, trickled down from making that decision that I was going to work on some of my habits and work on some of me. And that has really significantly improved the overthinking, especially when it comes to my business. Because, you know, I always 
had that worry. Well, what are people going to think? What, it, you know, is this going to fail? Is this a good idea? And now it's like, okay, well, if it fails, let me bring this back to the drawing board and figure out what to try next. And I've taken some of that emotion out of it. And I think a lot of that has come from the work I've done on myself. Yeah. So the the key here is like, okay, so we're talking about overthinking and how it affects you and blocks you. But if you really want to get to the place where you take emotion out, stop overthinking everything. Mm-hmm. So really it's about getting down and doing kind of that deeper, not just mindset work, but just that, that work inside yourself about your confidence and about boundaries, yeah. and about what people yep. might think or not think about you. So where do we start from there? Like, <laughs> And and I don't mean like, you know, give me one. Yeah. I'm saying like, where do, right, we, right, right. where do we come to the realization that our overthinking is actually being driven by some of this other stuff that has to happen first? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the first part is acknowledging like, hey, I'm an overthinker. Like some people don't even think that they are, but they're very comfortable with other people making decisions for them. And oh. so- I think step one is recognizing, yep, I'm an overthinker and I want to make a change. And then I think it's about, okay, what would be one thing I I need to work on in order to get me to stop putting all of this emotion and stop, you know, worrying about the, the outcome? Maybe I need to worry about the steps. And so I think that breaking things down very simply and doing things by steps rather than worrying about the outcome is one huge thing that especially entrepreneurs, we think, oh, here's the big goal. Now I'm going to get there. Well, how are we going to get there? Let's break this down. Let's break this down into tiny little pieces. Let's work. Let's focus on what we are doing. Let's focus on what we need to do. And it, it, it breaks it down into a little bit more logic rather than filling it with the emotion of the outcome. You said something so profound just now. I don't know if you caught it. I was listening and I was like, wow. So sometimes when we're stuck in overthinking, we'll seek advice so other people will make the decision for us. Yeah. Holy moly. So how many times, audience, have you not wanted to make a decision? You were stuck in overthinking and you punted the ball. Yep. (laughs) It's way easier. (laughs) So really, when we feel stuck or if we can't make a decision, sometimes we are stuck in that emotional overthinking and it really isn't that we're struggling. We just don't want to own it. Yeah. Wow. Because what if we're owning a failure? Ooh. So overthinking can also sort of be used as a shield or a cover from making a decision and moving out. Yeah. Holy moly. There's a lot to unpack (laughs) here, Jen. I know, right? We went down a lot of bunny holes. (laughs) We really did. But I, like I said, I think overthinking things has almost become like a meme in the entrepreneur space, right? Let me go over here and Mm -hmm. over here. And it's something... That I think every one of us has at least an area in business yeah. feel unsure. So maybe I don't overthink this, but I overthink that. Or maybe right. on this on this level here, you know, um, maybe I don't overthink ordering product, but I overthink my marketing. Or maybe I don't overthink, you know, doing the bookkeeping, but I really overthink taking videos. Whatever it is, I, I just it's, it's interesting to unpack this and think about it and the overthinking part of it really can pinpoint 
the work that we need to do. Um, yeah. Because whichever area that we're in that we are quote overthinking, it, it could really be affecting, you know, our long-term vision strategy and success. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to hold you back. Like if you're taking way longer on decision-making because you're overthinking, like that's going to put you behind. Wow. Yeah. I guess it really is. That's fascinating. So <laughs> I, I'm blown away. I'm thinking here and I'm, all of a sudden, like my, my brain is making these connections between <laughs> what, you know, we started this with like, yeah, let's talk about overthinking because it really is kind of something we all do to, wow, if you are overthinking, <laughs> It's actually almost like a defense mechanism is what it's starting to sound yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. And it's habitual for some of us. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I think, you know, if you have, some, you know, a, a professional that's diagnosed you with anxiety, like overthinking comes with anxiety as well. But I also think that a lot of the confidence mindset stuff contributes to, you know, decreased anxiety as well. So, I mean, I think it all kind of links together very, very well. And, you know, not to say that it's going to go away or stop, but I think that there are ways to manage it differently so that it doesn't hold you back from being amazing or hold you back from doing things that you never thought that you could do. It's going to be a, a, a habit, like you said, that you can manage. Yes. Amazing. So where can people find you more about your coaching, more about your background um, and, and follow you on social even? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at kindfulness coaching, and I am on the web at kindfulnesscoaching.com. Amazing. So we're going to put those down inside the show notes. Go follow Jen. I, really. <laughs> and uh, if you are an overthinker or a habitual overthinker, if you're using it, unconsciously as a way to get other people to decide for you and things like that. I think there's a whole lot here to kind of unwrap around your power, your boundaries and things that kind of be on this podcast. But at the same time, this is really, you know, we like to leave everybody every week with something to think about. And <laughs> I think we should all think about the last time we kind of got stuck in this idea of overthinking. And if this is a habit or if there was a fear involved or something, because um, this really sounds again, the, the logic has left the building <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're getting emotionally wrapped up in things that could be ultimately detrimental to everything we've been working so hard for. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you, Don, so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. I'll talk to y'all next time on the next episode of the Profit Accelerate Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Profit Accelerated Podcast. If you want some more information about me or free resources, please visit my updated website, donkkennedy.com. Follow me on social at donkkennedyxo on Instagram and on Facebook at donkkennedymentor. I'll see you next time. <laughs>